It is the dog days of winter through the all-star break. Today, we are going to take a peek at the expectations versus what on earth? It, was this on your bingo card with the point standings and point leaders here on Locked on Flames? Your Locked on Flames, your daily podcast on the Calgary Flames. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Hello, everyone, and welcome to Locked On Flames. I'm your host, Jess Belmosto, and today's episode is brought to you by FanDuel Sportsbook, the official sportsbook of Locked On. Make every moment more with FanDuel. Visit FanDuel.com slash Locked On today to get started. And as always, thank you so much for joining me here. If you're checking us out on YouTube, make sure you are subscribed. And of course, if you're watching on audio or listening on audio, I hope you have a fantastic day and I hope you have a safe commute if you're listening while you're driving. I promise I won't make you laugh too much. That way you don't drive your car off the road. But before we do that, make sure you're also subscribed to Locked on Flames. But wait until you're parked. And of course, check us out on Twitter at LO underscore Flames pod. So I thought today would be a great day to look at our points leaders. And I'm going to share the screen here. So if you are watching on YouTube, you can watch along with me. And that way we can kind of go over things and talk of the goodness, the good stuff of, you know, did we expect this? Did we not? Like what, uh, where, where do our expectations lie? And did, did people achieve, overachieve, or did they underachieve? So let's start first with Elias Lindholm, who has played 49 games this season and has 45 points with 15 goals and 30 assists. You know, I think for Elias Lindholm, that is, uh, <laughs> that's really great. That's pretty much like a point per game. And I really wouldn't get past him if he does maybe possibly meet the expectation of where he was last year. If he ties that or comes in right around that. To me, that is a improvement from what I thought the season was going to look like. It's not a dog on Lindholm by any means. It is just truly a pure <laughs> a disbelief at what this roster has been able to do with the amount of turnover that we have seen. And of course, we have his line mate in Tyler Toffoli, who has played 50 who has played 50 games and has uh, 42 points through those with 18 goals and 24 assists. Tyler Toffoli, you know, I was a little harsh on him earlier this season, and I don't think it was deserved by any means. I was um, definitely a little more harsh than I should have been. No, not realizing that the first line would have a stable left winger. You know, I wasn't sure if it was going to be Huberdo or someone else, but, you know, Dylan Dubé coming in there has been so helpful for this team. And I think it's just been an absolute pleasure to watch. Tyler Toffoli, before he was playing for the Flames, was, you know, 20, 30 goal scorer. So for him to be back on this pace is great. And to 
be able to be doing this, uh, I don't want to say late in his career because it's not super late, but you know, he is around 30. So it does, it does make a little sense for him to start creeping towards the decline, but so much love for Toffoli. And, you know, for him to be at 42 points over the halfway mark is, is great. I didn't expect this. So again, fantastic. Nazem Kadri is sitting in third with 38 points through 50 games. So he's got 19 apiece here. And I, I don't want to say I'm not impressed because there was a lot of shuffling that happened in order for Huberto and Kadri to get situated and to kind of build some chemistry. And to be frank, he, he has had Milan Lucic on that left wing for a while. So, you know, you do have to kind of look at the circumstances surrounding that. But you know what? So what if he's not a point per game player like he was last year? That's not sustainable for everyone. But for him to be, you know, almost at 20 goals is fantastic. I will take it. I will take this any day of the week. And people should be grateful for it, you know? I am very grateful, knock on wood, that he has stayed healthy. And everyone kind of should be very grateful that he stayed healthy too. I think that this has been such a fun addition to watch because you know, you knew as soon as you heard Kadri was coming to the flames, you knew that like this guy is like made for a, for Daryl Sutter's system. He was made for it. So you knew that he was going to thrive and do well here. So even though it did take a little bit for him to get started, and to get acclimated with the group, it's it's working. It truly is as that second line center and with Huberto and Lucic or even Huberto and Pelletier, depending on who the Flames are going with, it's just so exciting to watch. And coming up next, we're going to run through some more of this list because there are some surprises here that are absolutely just we need to talk about them. <laughs> we absolutely have to because there's no way around it. But before we do that, I want to, uh, you know, just give a quick thank you and tell you about our friends at FanDuel. FanDuel is the uh, new sports betting partner here at Locked On, and they are the number one sports book in America. And if you're new to FanDuel, that is even better because there are so many great features that make sports betting fun and easy. If you were listening to the episode we had with Nick earlier this week, you would hear how he literally, him and his friends, were gathered around a laptop to see if Jason Tatum or LeBron James made another point to hit their bet. And they did. So, you know, that's really exciting. And you can find more, you know, odds and props and bets like that at FanDuel and that's so exciting and you also get the fifth you get to uh bet on Super Bowl 57 and that is the first the no sweat first bet you'll get three thousand dollars back in bonus bets if your first bet doesn't win and of course this sports FanDuel sportsbook is safe secure and easy to use so join FanDuel today at FanDuel.com slash locked on to claim your no sweat first bet on your first or on your Super Bowl 57 bet. And that is FanDuel.com slash locked on. I would place a bet that Locked on Flames is your favorite Flames 
podcast. But I digress here. because. <laughs> uh, so again, thank you everyone for hanging out with me today. Uh, we're we're going to run down some more of the points and where, you know, the stats and where players are kind of at. And up next is Jonathan Huberdeau with 33 points through 47 games. Now, this is a little bit slow for him. I will say this is a little bit low. You know, I don't think you were going to get 115 points out of him ever again. I think that that was a wild, uh, you know, they call it a career year and an outlier for a reason. I don't think that it's anything to, you know, write off and say, well, you know, like he's never going to have success again. Like, oh, he'll never hit 90 points again. Like, you know, you know what I'm talking about. I think it is something that happened. It is something that, you know, everyone he's probably trying to chase and probably will try to chase for the remainder of his career. But he also spent some time injured this season. You know, he is playing in a brand new market in a brand new atmosphere. Quite honestly, a 180 from where he had been his entire career. So, you know, you really have to take a look at it that way, too. And, you know, to get acclimated on top of dealing with an injury, on top of dealing with a new coach a new, and a new environment and a new new line mates. So it is a lot to kind of get adjusted to through that period. And, you know, that's why we have training camp and, you know, we know that. But unfortunately, players just get hurt sometimes. And for him, he's missed, he missed only three games. So like, I'm not horribly concerned, but I would like the production to uh, pick up a little bit, even in terms of assists. Right now, he is fourth on the team with, oh no, what am I looking at? I'm sorry. He is, yeah, he's still fourth on the team with assists. And he, you know, I, I we know that he can do better than that. So I'm really not overly worried when it comes to that, but I, I want to see the production pick up more, especially if he is going to be playing with, you know, a Matthew Phillips or Jacob Pelletier. I would expect Jacob Pelletier to be coming back after, you know, I don't think it's a, a roster freeze. It's like an unofficial roster freeze, but um, after the buy is up because I, there's no reason for him not to. There's no reason. Um, also, hello. This this next um, this next superstar right here, Rasmus Anderson with 33 points. Like, can we just take a second? I understand that like he's not up there with a Roman Yossi or an Eric Carlson or a Victor Hedman, but we have a baby Norris here. Like this. I'm sorry, but I think Rasmus Anderson's child, Benji, is, like, already up to his waist. He's, like, the kid's a freaking tank. And I just watched a video of him laughing, and it's just, like, the cutest thing ever. But I digress. 20, sorry, 33 points through 50 games for a defenseman is fantastic. He may not be Kale McCarr. He may not be all the names I said before, but he is coming for the Norris someday. He has been such an absolute delight to watch and to watch him just kind of spring into action like this has been delightful. He 
is one of the best defensemen on the Flames, if not the best defenseman. He is just someone that just commands the room, is a pleasure to just watch on the ice, and I'm so excited. You know, there's rumors of the Flames maybe trading for Klingberg, and I would die to be a fly on the wall in their first conversation meeting together. Because if you remember in the playoffs, those two were like mouthing off to each other and they ended both ended up getting a t- uh, game misconduct because uh, they were fighting after the first whistles. So we'll have to see. Um, you know, I think Rasmus Anderson qualifies for one of the most improved Flames since I started covering the team, you know, there there aren't many left, but there, you know, there's still a few like Dylan Dubé and Andrew Mangiapane that have come into their own. And it it's just, you know, it's great to watch. It's great to see. And Mr. Backland, 29 points through 50 games. He he is a sleeper. Everybody is sleeping on him because, you know, I thought that he was doing well, obviously. Like, I wouldn't, I would never write Backland off, but, like, just, he has nine goals and 20 assists, okay? You know, obviously, like, that that's pretty solid. That third line is fantastic with Mangiapane, him, and Coleman. They have been one of uh, the top producing lines, really, for this team, and it's, they're fun to watch, and Backland when he gets the puck on his stick or he is on the forecheck, you know that he is dialed in and willing to go 100% no matter no matter who's on the other end of the ice. The fact that he is one on one of the few lines that can actually shut down Connor McDavid's line, pretty impressive. And I, I will say that I, I still cannot believe that Daryl Sutter did not start that line against McDavid until like the final game of that series. And it was just disappointing. And up next, Dylan Dubé, my my little, my little peach, just an absolute doll. This, I think that it is an understatement saying that he is the most improved player. I think that he, you know, takes that by a landslide. There really isn't a close second. Uh, maybe Dan Vladar, but even then, I think Dubé still has him beat by a mile. Um, I, I, right now he is sitting at 12 goals and 15 assists with 27 points. You know, he's not going on long streaky stretches where you have to worry about him. I think that, you know, yeah, like he'll get quiet, but he's still doing his thing up on that top line. You're never sitting there saying, oh, my God, they need to, you know, demote him. They need to move him off this line and, you know, swap him with Huberto or anything like that because he is still carrying the puck well. He is still doing very well with his line mates. And there's not much more you can ask for, you know. I think that he's he's come a long way and he's going to have a career year. And speaking of a career year, this kid came off of his uh, career year last year, and that is Andrew Mangiapane. He's having a quiet season. He is definitely having a quiet season. He isn't hitting the expectations that I had set for him. I thought that it was going to be possible for him to to really, you know, 
meet that 30, 40 goal um, mark again. I thought that he could do it. But right now he's sitting with 10 goals through 50 games. And I'm it's not that I'm unimpressed. I'm just interested to know what is going on. Uh, you know, his two-way game is absolutely phenomenal and not something that should be overlooked. And like I've said, since I've started hosting this podcast, he will probably win the Selkie Trophy when it is named after Patrice Bergeron. So, you know, I really hope that the second half of the season is stronger for him. I think that, you know, maybe he's saving up those goals for <laughs> the second half and some of the postseason. That would be very nice to see. And uh, obviously wishing nothing but the best for him. And I do, I'm going to skip around here a little bit, but Trevor Lewis, like I'm, I'm jumping down like four or five players, but Trevor Lewis, when I was looking at this, I was not expecting him to have 15 points. I feel like that is very high for him. Um, at least, you know, where he is in the lineup, but he has eight goals this season. <laughs> I, like, obviously, you know, we joke around saying like, oh, a Trevor Lewis goal in this economy. No, he has eight of them. He has one for every dollar that those eggs cost us. Like he is just thriving right now. And you love to see it. He, him and Zadorov have eight goals and, just absolutely phenomenal. Uh, you know, you kind of, you love to see the resurgence of a big old school vet that Daryl Sutter loves so much. So, you know, you really do enjoy seeing that. And I do want to say that this next player is kind of missing the, um, the mark for me here. I'm a little, I'm a little disappointed and that would be, Mackenzie Weegar. I know. I, listen, I, he he's fantastic. He has that chippy attitude. He is sassy. But where are the goals, Mackenzie? Where are the goals? We need to talk about that. Where are the goals? Uh, one goal and 14 assists through 49 games. So, again, where are the goals? And I think his goal for the second half of the season should be reigniting that offense because we know that he is very capable of uh scoring goals he has done it his entire career here uh not here but you know what I mean in in his NHL career I'm pulling up his stats right now last year he played 80 games and had eight goals okay so I don't know why I thought he was more of like a 10 to 12, 10, 15 goal scorer, but one goal is not the same as, you know, <laughs> a eight or 10 or whatever, you know, where's the rest of them, Mackenzie? But uh, to wrap up the show today, I think we're going to talk about the goaltenders and maybe take a quick look at the standings because we do, we do still have uh, a little bit more to talk about here. But before we do that, I do want to take a quick minute and talk about our friends at Athletic Greens. Our next partner has a product that I use literally every day. It is just one scoop in my cup of water every morning. Usually when I'm recording, I have a glass of water with me, but not today. I can't show you uh, my 
my cute mug of the day, but uh, it's just a lot easier to have a scoop of all of my vitamins and supplements and whole foods and probiotics and adaptogens than to try to take my little mini pharmacy in one hand. I don't need all that. So I just take my one scoop of AG1 every morning and it's helped my immune system through this god-awful bitter cold winter. Um, and I, I come in contact with a lot of different people at my job. So I'm grateful for it. But with AG1 right now, you do get to reclaim your health and arm your immune system with convenient daily nutrition. It is just one scoop of water in one scoop in a cup of water every day, and that's it. There's no need for a million different pills, supplements to look out for your health. That is the biggest thing. You know, you don't, it is such like a simple scoop, mix, drink, boom, you're done. And it's a micro habit that turns into something so much better for you. And to make it easy, Athletic Greens is going to give you a free one-year supply of immune-supporting vitamin D and five free travel packs for your first purchase. All you have to do is visit athleticgreens.com slash NHL Network. Again, that is athleticgreens.com slash NHL Network to take ownership over your health and pick up the daily nutritional insurance. And thank you all for hanging out with me here at Locked on Flames. And you can follow along on Twitter at Jess Belmosto. I really enjoy taking a look at these stats because, like, yeah, like, you think of stats throughout the day and whatnot, but, or especially on game day, but you, looking at them, literally lined up here from top to bottom or bottom to top, depending on when you look at it, it's, um, it, it can kind of stun you sometimes, you know, even Michael Stone having four goals, uh, Adam Razichka having six is great. And I looking at these goalie stats right now too. I obviously we know that Markstrom has started um, a good chunk of the games this year, but for Vladar to already have been playing 20 pretty much he's playing 19, but um, you know, to have started 17 games and to have played in 19 that's pretty phenomenal I I do give him that and I think that it's just absolutely great to see that he is getting the time he's getting the reps and he's becoming a quality backup starter and of course you have Jacob Markstrom taking you know he's not taking the brunt of the workload anymore he's absolutely being able to rest in between starts and not having to go four or five games straight. And I am looking at Vladar right now. So he is 11-4-4 and with uh, goals against at 2.77 and a save percentage of 9-0-4. To me, to me, that is a good backup. And he is having quality start after quality start after quality start. And he's putting on a clinic pretty much every night he goes out there. He has not earned a shutout yet this season, which I don't think is anything to worry about. Last season, Markstrom had nine. And looking back on that, part of me is like, that feels physically impossible to do. And that's why these things are an outlier. Kind of like when we talked about with Huberto, right? And with Jacob Markstrom, he has... Um, played in 33 games he is 13 13 and 
five with a 286 goals against average and a save percentage. It's still not even in the 900s yet. Good God. Uh, with an 893. You know, you really need to see Markstrom's save percentage get back up there because that's just, that's brutal. I'm... I'm taking a look at his page right now. I'm trying to find his career stats. Uh, let's see. Save percentage. Like, okay, so last year he was obviously the 922 coming in second for voting, uh, Vesna voting. The year before that, he was a 904, 918. So he's float he he was he's always flirted with like the mid to high nine tens you know so he's he is capable of playing much better than this he is absolutely you know that 922 obviously was a career year for him and the last time we have seen numbers like this from him was back in 2014 so it's been a long time since he's faltered to this level and I think that Obviously, there is a cause for concern there, but at the same time, like, we saw that, we saw yesterday when Brian Bastin was on the show, that the shot difference is very uh, unique to the, to Markstrom and how the defense plays is very different by 5% of how they play in front of Ladar, and they just need to tighten it up a little bit in front of him. But I do want to, uh, let me stop sharing my screen here, and let's uh, wrap up today's episode with just kind of some some thoughts, I guess. Um, overall, I do think that the Flames have kind of gotten the jitters out of their system. They've, you know, they did have a weird start to the season in terms of getting reacclimated um, with hockey and getting to know their new teammates and trying to figure out that chemistry on top of, you know, players who've been in the league a long time getting scratched. And that's not always something that um, is taken well, but it is something that, you know, might get into some guys' heads. Some guys need to know that they will be a consistent player in this in this game. And I think for the most part, players do know that, and they're only getting scratched to kind of prove a point. I look at over in Boston, because there are similar comparisons here again, is when Nick Foligno went on waivers. He was put on waivers and then got called right back up to the team, and he has had a phenomenal season. Sometimes guys need that kick in the butt. And Lucic did get that. He did get a little lucky there with the two goals. So, you know, it could have been a pure coincidence, but I do think it kind of kicked him in the butt a little bit. And Craig Smith was also placed on waivers, and, and that didn't really do much for him. I think he's scored like two goals since that happened. But, you know, every coach has a different method. and what works for some players might not work for others, but um, I'm, I, I'm not opposed to seeing 
more players kind of no okay. I'm not opposed to seeing Lucic scratched okay that's basically what I'm trying to say I wouldn't be mad if he gets scratched so we can see more Rizichka so we can see number one so we can see him back in the lineup but so we can see Pelletier and even more Walker Dewar and Matthew Phillips something has to be done to get them more playing time and that's okay so thank you, everyone, for hanging out with me here on Locked on Flames. As always, I'm your host, Jess Belmosto, and I will see you tomorrow for some more midweek check-ins with uh, the league. Bye-bye.